Welcome back to the podcast, y'all. I'm Adrielle, and the message for today is actually part three of the new series that we started two weeks ago, which is titled You, Y-O-U, where each title of the episodes in this series will pose a question. So today is part three of this series, and it's so crazy because God is so intentional. Everything he does is so purposeful. Everything has been pre-calculated, predetermined beforehand. And I love that about him. What I'm going to talk about today actually arose from my time in prayer earlier. And, you know, I was in prayer and I was just sitting there in the silence. And I started weeping because, you know, God just be taking me there. He'd be having me all in my feelings. And I had already had my makeup on. And I know for the guys on here, you want to hear all that. But I had already had my makeup on. I didn't want to cry. I didn't want to mess my mascara up or my foundation. <laughs> like sometimes, you know, we don't want to admit it. But sometimes in prayer, especially in church, you know, we, we really be trying not to cry as women because we don't want to mess up everything that we put on our face right before. Right. So I'm like, man, Lord, you just have you just have me all over here. My feelings like I'm really trying not to go there, but you taking me there. And what was happening was. I felt things being released from me. There was so much that was in me. And of course, God works in stages. He works in stages. There is a process when it comes to the Lord doing housekeeping in your soul, in your spirit, in your life, in your situation. It is all about a process, right? So as I am teaching the word of God on a podcast, God is still doing a lot in me, y'all. And it is completely okay. Everything is fine. I'm not perfect. I say that all the time. I am not perfect. Y'all ain't perfect. We're not perfect. But God is. And that's what makes him so good. So as I was in this silence, oh my gosh, I felt his spirit so strong today i felt his presence so warm today i felt so loved by god i felt so looked at and i'm like god just as i'm praying release this from me and i started saying out loud what i wanted him to release from me because i knew that i was still holding on to some stuff and i'm like god just take this from me take this take that I don't need it release me from it Lord and I remember being in prayer and thinking oh my gosh people need to experience this level of intimacy with God I have to teach people how to get here because it is so important when it comes to exposing what God doesn't want in us and healing us from those things, from that hurt, from our past, from whatever has been done to us, said to us in the whole nine. We have to get to that level of a relationship with the Lord where we can just sit in the silence in his presence and just soak up his love. So as I was saying, he's so intentional. 
he knew I would want to record a podcast about this today. So he brought me to that level today to remind me what it feels like to sit in the silence with God, to humble myself before the Lord, to let him do what he wants to do in me, right? Today's title is Who Invited You? Who Invited You? I just feel in my spirit that some of us are wanting to go after dreams that are beyond our expertise. We are fantasizing about what our life would be like if we could just make that perfect connection. Or if we could just get this particular person to notice our work. Make the right deal have X amount of money in the bank or get a loan for a business that we're starting. If we could just get these things, what we're going after, what we're reaching for, everything will be good, right? So we're reaching for greater. We're reaching for higher and deeper aspirations to come to pass. We're reaching, We're dreaming. And dreams are good. I'm not here to tell you that you're doing something wrong. You should always be hopeful. There are biblical receipts to back up the fact that you should always have your hope up on guard, right? Hebrews 6 and 19 says to set our hope as an anchor for our souls. Make it firm and secure. Because when life is tossing you around, only hope can be your anchor. Always looking forward to something. My husband, he loves to say, I love to look forward to something, babe. He always wants to be looking for something good to happen in the future. And if he doesn't have that, life is just, it just feels like life is on pause, right? So we should always be looking forward to something. We should always be dreaming. We should always be reaching. I'm not here to tell you that we shouldn't. Dreams are vital to keep your soul steady. What I am here to tell you, though, is that as you're reaching for these things, you've already been invited to grab them. What you're looking forward to, God has already signed your name on the guest list. You're going. You have your ticket. You will be there. It is yours. Signed, sealed, and delivered, baby. There is a special seat at a special table with a special person, i.e. Jesus, that has your name on it. You're invited to sit next to God. You have been invited into rooms you've only dreamt of entering. You have been invited into network connections that you've only fantasized about. God has invited you. You know, when there's like a big event and you have to reserve your table and people are sitting everywhere and you coming in late. Or not even late. I mean, you don't even have to be coming in late, but you could just be one of the few who came in a little bit after, you know, another group. 
Well, just imagine entering the doors of a big event, something you had been looking forward to. And you were asked at the door what your name was and what your title was and, you know, just all of your credentials. And then God comes over into the conversation while you talking to the doorman and he says, oh, he or she is with me. They're with me. I already have them a chair. I invited them. So God has already invited you into rooms you have yet to step in. Matthew 22 and 14 says, you know, in the NIV version, it says, many are invited. Many are invited. And then in Revelation 19 and 9, it writes, blessed are those who are invited to the wedding supper of the Lamb. Or in other words, blessed are you whom the Lord has invited to sit at his table, sit next to him. You're on team Jesus. Okay, you're on team Jesus. And just knowing that should give you chills. Just knowing that should comfort you. Because it doesn't matter whether or not you're qualified to be there. Because we all know that the Lord doesn't get on the phone and call the qualified. He qualifies the called. So when they answer and accept his invitation, when they answer the phone and accept the invitation, see, the Lord has invited many of us, y'all, but only a few of us are answering the phone. The rest of us are still halfway in, halfway out. And, you know, I'm not here to preach at you because that could just be due to you simply not understanding what God is all about and being afraid to go all in. And I get that. I can rock with that because I was that way at one point too. I religified God. <laughs> That's a whole nother word that I done made up, y'all. I religified God. But listen, it means I yoked him to a certain belief where I thought he was too holy to be able to connect with me on an intimate level. I thought he was too good to help me through issues I couldn't talk to any human about. Things I couldn't even talk to my husband about. I thought God was too good to be on the level of my bad. <laughs> I knew God was all powerful and could do things that we all talk about today. You know, like create the world and heal the lame and cure the blind and raise people to life. But I had a hard time fully believing that he could do those things on a cellular level, on a human level. Like change the way I view myself. Heal me from depression. Help me fight against what scared me the most. See my husband differently. See my kids differently. Help me speak to people again. Because listen, y'all, me being on these podcasts is a miracle. Depression had brought me to a point where I was afraid to speak. I couldn't remember my words. The thought of speaking terrified me. So look at what he has already done. Look at the evidence right in front of you. God wasn't just telling me, oh, Adriel, don't be afraid, you know, because I'm the Lord. No, God was like, I'm going to be here with you. I'm going to help you through this. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to counsel you. And he brought strength to my weaknesses day by day. Step by step, 
He took his time with me. He has loved on me. He has been my best friend. And this is who I know God to be now. I know him to be a God of intimacy. I know him to be a God who cares. And I'm trying not to cry on this podcast today, y'all, but y'all bringing me there right now. (laughs) So one of the things, though, that I've learned that he does is that before he invites us into seasons of great expanse, he will first invite you into seasons of silence and humility. And that's good. Don't discredit the seasons of silence and humility. Because here's the science behind dreams. When our bodies fall asleep at night, and get ready to enter the dreaming mode, our system slows down. Our heart rate lowers, our body temperature drops, and even our brain waves slow down. You know how you feel really confused right before you fall asleep? That's why you feel disoriented, because everything has slowed down. That's what's happening to you. Everything is slowing down. And this process right here is what allows us to enter the REM sleep and start actually dreaming. If we take the science of sleeping and dreams, physical dreams, and we compare it to dreams that we have in life, like our aspirations and our desires, we'll learn that in order to reach these achievements that we want, that we're going after, we need to first slow our system down. We need to settle down. We need to settle down in the presence of God. We need to become meek. We need to humble ourselves according to Luke. So Luke 14 talks about being invited to parties. And Jesus is actually talking about like little get togethers. He's talking about weddings. And he's just making a point with this parable about being invited. And so in verse 10 of Luke 14, he says, but when you are invited Take the lowest place so that when your host comes, he will say to you, friend, move up to a better place. Then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests. And so in verse 11, he says, for all those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So you can't get the exalted part until you Do the humble part. Answer the humble invitation first and let God, your host, bring you to a higher place so that you will be honored in the presence of people. Let him do his work in you privately so that he can publicly show you off. Don't be so quick to call yourself more than what you are, especially while you're still learning, while you're still growing You're going to get what you're going after. You're going to get it. But let God title you because God is the one who promotes. Humans don't promote humans. God is the one who gives the promotion. We don't promote ourselves. He brings the increase for us. We do. We plant the seed. We water the seed. But we're not in control of the growth of the plant. Only God is. So your stance right now should be in answering the call. 
answering the invitation to humble yourself before God because he's invited you there right now. If nothing at all is happening for you or working out in your favor, it could just be that the Lord wants you to take a break from chasing the bag. He wants you to sit down and chill in his presence for a bit. He wants to work some stuff out in you right now. He's going to be there waiting at that special table that we talked about for a special person to show up. He already put you down on a guest list, but that's only when the time comes. Right now, he wants you to not turn down this invitation, this first invitation. And I can't express to you how my seasons of resting and silence and humility have done more for me than my seasons of wealth and success will ever do. Hey, I really hope you're enjoying the podcast so far, but I wanted to quickly remind you to rate and review the podcast if you haven't done so already. It is super easy to do. All you have to do is click on the link in the description box underneath our title for today. Once you click on the link, you'll see the option to review the podcast. Click on that. This will bring you straight to red on the Apple platform. Scroll down past the episodes and click the star rating and write a review. Please, please, please do this for me, y'all, so that more people can gain access to these episodes. You have no idea how your review could change someone's life. All right. I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. Checking off. The silence is where it's at, y'all. That's where it's at. This is where you begin to see where the root of every single issue in your life lies. Because a lot of the times, the issue is not the issue. The issue could be you. You not changing your perspective. You not seeing things in a different light. And, you know, you can take that and run with it and apply it to whatever it is that you're facing right now. But the point here is sometimes it is just you. And he needs to work some stuff out in you. Because that's where he does the housekeeping inside of you. I remember in 2021 when I was going through so much and I had just had the baby and I was hating how I looked. And, you know, I talked about this a little bit, but... God had told me, he said, there's a lot of strings that are tied up around you. And he said, I'm going to stretch these strings out. I'm going to untie this, all this stuff from around you, but I'm going to begin the working in you first. I'm going to change the way you see yourself. I'm going to change the way you think. And as I do that, you will see things fall by the wayside. Things will start to shift for you because, yeah, your situation sucks right now, but it's going to start in you. The change is going to happen in you first. So you have to remember that, that sometimes the issue is not the issue, y'all. Sometimes the issue is us. And inside of us is where our spirit will grow. It's where our flesh will become weak as he works stuff out on the inside. So going back to the science of sleep and dreams, after the body has slowed down, the next phase of sleep takes over and restores you. This is where your energy is restored and hormones are released. This is where the blood supply to your muscles increase and tissue growth and repair occurs simultaneously while all of this is happening. 
your body begins to physically heal itself as you enter deep sleep. Wow. So not only is slowing down your system at night vital for the health of your body, you know, getting enough sleep. Sleep is so important and this is why your body is repairing itself. When you don't get enough sleep, it can't do the repair process because the repairing only happens in the deep sleep when the body, the brain waves, the body temperature, the heart rate has slowed down. When your body has submitted, has become humble, that's when the rest of the work can begin. So just like sleep, just like we need sleep, and I'm talking about we need really eight to 10 hours of sleep a night. Five to six just ain't enough. Seven, eight really ain't enough. Eight to 10 is more ideal. But just like we need this amount of sleep at night, we also need this amount of rest, this amount of meekness when it comes to going after our dreams. The health of our ambitions will lie on whether or not we've humbled our internal system to the Lord. Have we slowed down enough to allow God to work some stuff out in us? So today, as we are nearing the end of this episode, I want to encourage you to have some time set aside, even if it's just five minutes a day, and learn to sit in the silence and open up your heart to the Lord. Just like how I started this episode out where I was telling you I was in prayer and I was just opening my heart up and he was just working all this stuff out in me. I want to encourage you, even if it's just five minutes a day, sit in the silence. It can be in your car. It could be in the bathroom. Oh, I love sitting in the silence in the bathroom because I'm telling you that is my space away from the kids. It's like the only place where I found I can hear God on a deep level while there's so much chaos going on in the, in the other parts of the house. The bathroom is like my safe place, y'all. So sometimes I would just go in there in the dark and just sit in the silence and hear from the Lord. So find yourself a place where you can just sit and breathe. In fact, I want to do something as we close out this episode because I never before actually thought about doing this on here. I don't know why. This is now the 13th episode and I never thought to do this. I guess it's because you only really see this done in church or at some big event, some conference or a revival or something. But listen, I caught the Holy Ghost at my kitchen table, y'all. I caught the Holy Ghost at my kitchen table. I was sitting there with my husband and we were speaking and the Lord started to baptize me in the spirit right at that moment. And I had gotten to a point where I couldn't even focus on what my husband was saying anymore because I started feeling rivers inside of my belly. And at this time where this was happening, I didn't realize that I was catching the Holy Ghost. I had to look up. I'm like, what is going on with me? I looked up online. Why do I feel rivers in my belly? And they brought up the scripture that Jesus says where he says the Holy Spirit dwells in our belly and it's rivers of life. So I caught the Holy Ghost in my kitchen. In my kitchen, it was the most warm feeling ever. It was the best feeling I had ever experienced in my entire life. 
God was there. Okay. So I wasn't at a church. I wasn't at a conference. And then a day later, so this was on a Sunday, a day later, I received my gift of tongues in my living room, caught the Holy Ghost at my kitchen table, received my gift of tongues in my living room. So when I tell you God works everywhere at all times, there is no end to where God can work. You do not have to be in a church for this to happen. You do not have to be at a conference for this to happen. God wants to work in us every day of our lives. He wants to be in our personal lives. He don't just want to be there at church. Church is great. That's where you go and you fellowship with, you know, fellow believers. But God wants to be in your everyday life. Church only lasts for a few hours out of your week. You're supposed to be experiencing God every single day of your life. So right now, I don't care where you are. I don't care what you're doing right now. If you're listening to me and um, you're doing something else, just for a second. I, I love when y'all do that. I, I think that's cool. Um, I'd be wanting y'all to put on these podcasts and actually go clean or do something like that, just so I can kind of be in the background. But for right now, if you can, I want you to stop doing whatever you're doing. And if you have not given your life over to the Lord, or if you've fallen out of touch with him, it really doesn't matter the reason because he's not shaming you for it. On this episode titled, Who Invited You? We talked about God inviting you, but right now I am. Adriel invited you. He's taught me how to do it so I can teach you how to do it. Now, I want to invite you to start a new relationship with Jesus. Doesn't it always feel so good when you're able to start something over? Like, there are so many times I've wished I could start over, whether it be a relationship or a particular situation. The reset button is everything, everything. But what's dope about the Lord is that although we can't do this in real life, we can do this in our relationship with Christ. We have access to the reset button every single day. God is always willing to give us a fresh start. He gives us fresh grace, fresh mercy, fresh experiences with him. He's loving, he's kind, he's everything you need him to be, whatever you need him to be at any given moment. I mean, he's absolutely great. I totally recommend the Lord. Like 10 out of 10, I recommend Jesus. (laughs) I recommend Jesus, y'all. You know, I got that from my, I got that from my brother because my older brother, him and his wife just had a baby, my baby girl, my niece, she's so cute. And um, they said how she had been crying consistently. And my brother was like, you know, this baby is driving me crazy. All she do is cry. I do not recommend. Zero out of 10, I do not recommend. (laughs) So I'm like, I know you did not just rate my baby. You cannot rate her. Like she is too invaluable. So when it comes to Jesus, y'all, 10 out of 10, I recommend him. I recommend him. I have tried him out. I have been walking with him for three years straight faithfully. And it has been nothing but lilies in the field. It has been so good. So 
In the Bible, it says in Romans 10 and 9 that if we confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, we are saved. That's so simple, right? Easy stuff. That said, I want you to get ready right now. Let's get ready to enter a moment of silence as we open up our hearts to let God in. Shake off what was said to you that made you feel a certain type of way. Shake off what was done to you. Shake off work stressing you out. Shake off thinking about what needs to be done when you click off the podcast. Shake off the kids, your spouse. We want all the focus to be on us and Jesus right now. You and Jesus. Think about how much he loves and cares for you. Think about what he's done for you on the cross just to get you to experience this freedom. Think about how he would leave the 99 just to find his one sheep that has gone astray. Think about how he set you completely free from everything you're struggling with right now. He set you free from it 2,000 years ago. And how by you just saying yes to God and being vulnerable to him and humbling yourself to him, with that, your problems will be less severe because you'll have someone standing there helping you to hold on and keeping your hope secure and in the right place. Think about all of this as we enter this moment of silence. Now I want you to take a deep breath in. And before you do that, as you breathe in, imagine inhaling the Lord's love for you. And when it's time to exhale, I want you to imagine getting rid of all of the baggage, all of the heavy weight that's on your heart, that's just been sitting on your heart, the things that you've dealt with. Everything that's on your shoulders, I want you to imagine putting all of that on the lap of Jesus so that he can do away with it. All right. So we're going to inhale. One, two, three. Exhale. Let's do that again. Inhale. Exhale. Now, after you have let go of what's been holding you back, you've let go of the unforgiveness, you've let go of the pain, the hurt, the rejection. Now I want you to repeat after me. I believe that Jesus is Lord. And in my heart, I also believe that God raised him from the dead. Today marks the start of something brand new between us two. And I'm excited about where he's taking me. Mm. I am so proud of you. For those of you who have not known Jesus up until this point, or for those of you who have rekindled your relationship just now with the Lord, 
the angels are rejoicing for you. And I just want to end this off with a prayer. Lord, thank you for inviting us into a new way of living today. And no, God, we don't see this as us now doing everything right in your eyes. We are aware that we will mess up. But you're not calling the qualified. You are qualifying the called. We see this as a new opportunity for growth. And we will trust the process and put our faith into knowing that change takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. But we are willing to do this with you. When we mess up, God, help us get right back on track. When we mess up, remind us that you still love us in spite of. That we will still be invited in rooms that we thought we would only dream of. And Father, we will honor you and accept your invitation. In your name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I'm always trying my best to put out episodes that will help and heal you. Um, And, you know, I realize that all of this takes time. Change takes time. But this podcast is a self-help podcast. And we are here to help each other, to help build the self and to not break each other down. So that's what I'm here to do, y'all. I am here to encourage you. That is, that's my job. So if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure to click the link in the description of this episode below the title to check out the merch, my book, my blog, and the link to review the podcast. It's been so great talking to you. I love you so much. And I'll be back on Sunday for seven minutes in heaven. But until then, stay ready.